Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Multipliers. I'm here today with Kaiser Gilani, the chief economist at Multiply Group. He's been at Multiply for over eight years. And Kaiser, thank you so much for doing our first podcast with us. Thank you for having me, Lam. So as an economist, can you give us an overview of the areas you focus on? So broadly, the focus is on guiding the group's uh, macro strategy, which primarily involves a lot of uh, studies on prevalent economic conditions, um, long-term trends, risks we face, external risks, and uh, then pinpointing geographic and uh, asset class priorities for the group. And then under it, we do a lot of uh, ad hoc reports. We do market studies, and there are several internal workshops as well we conduct over the year. Then it also involves supporting the investment team uh, in assessing different opportunities, uh, looking at uh, companies from an external viewpoint, especially in markets which are more risky uh, in emerging parts of the world. And then there's an element of uh, thought leadership as well, wherein uh, I communicate groups' views on external environment to external stakeholders. Uh, and there's a lot of engagement as well with uh, institutional investors through various roadshows and, and other meetings. Kaiser, can you provide us with an overall assessment of the state of the economy today? Uh, I think global economy is in a much better shape right now compared to the start of the year when there was a lot of discussion about a recession happening. Uh, inflation rate is clearly trending downwards and uh, although core prices are still uh, high and uh, Fed in its latest meeting increased uh, interest rates by another 25 basis points and indicated that there may be a bit more coming. But I think overall the interest rate cycle seems to be peaking and we may see another 25 basis points hike this year and then they may hold it for a considerable period of time. So I think, uh, and then uh, the, the new global economic outlook from IMF, it's much more positive than, than the previous outlook report they did. So overall it seems recession has been averted, but there's a lot of divergence as well. When you look geographically, there are countries in Asia, especially which are growing at a good pace and they will take the economy forward this year. And then in advanced economies, it's more uh, between zero to one, one and a half percent growth rate this year. Besides, if you look at a more longer term picture, uh, I think it's very important to see this shift uh, of, of uh, we, we have witnessed a, a decade of great moderation wherein we had a not so hot, not so cold economy. Uh, credit was cheap. Inflation was under, under uh, target. So there was a lot of uh, expansion in the economy. That era seems to be over and we may have to live in a period where high interest rates, high inflation is a norm and we need to see how business can navigate that phase going forward. And as Multiply Group, how do you position us against this entire landscape? Uh, Multiply Group is in a very strong position within this backdrop, both in terms of our current uh, portfolio of assets and also in terms of our uh, investment execution strategy. Now, if you look at our businesses, most of them are leaders in their industry. Uh, despite several headwinds, uh, supply side pressures, they have maintained good performance, very strong margins. So I think we are safe on that, that front. And then you see a bulk of our asset base is based in the UAE. It's important to highlight the characteristics of the underlying economy. And when you look at local economic dynamics, there's a lot of divergence what's happening here and what's happening in the rest of the world. So last year, for example, UAE grew at the fastest pace in over a decade. 
And uh, this year so far, numbers look positive, although there may be some impact from uh, oil production cuts. But uh, uh, Abu Dhabi economy, for example, non-oil economy grew by 6% in the first quarter. Uh, latest PMI numbers also show robust private sector growth in the economy. So I think this supports very well for our subsidiaries uh, going forward. Absolutely. And if we zoom out a little bit, uh, what challenges or risks do you see going forward for the global economy? There are a lot of challenges. Uh, some are uh, structural in nature. We have seen them over the years um, and some have been triggered or accelerated post-pandemic. I think I would re-emphasize the point I mentioned earlier on inflation and interest rates. I think once that starts to trend higher, it's a, a difficult situation for certain countries, certain pockets of the economy to navigate that. Uh, and then when you see some of those secular drivers of the economy, like globalization, uh, young population, uh, those trends are either reversing or they're uh, not growing at as fast as they used to. So these things are inflationary in nature. And at the same time, they don't really, uh, they, they were boosting a lot of productivity in the economy, which, which may not happen going forward. Uh, and then the $300 trillion debt, I think it is a, even bigger of a problem when you see record high interest rates. So for certain countries, there's a lot of distress. I think there was a report recently that around 70 odd countries globally uh, are in debt distress, uh, facing difficulty to service debt and having currency depreciation at the same time. Uh, you can say... Uh, see similar trends happening in the corporate world, a lot of, lot of defaults happening, uh, especially uh, in advanced economies. So uh, balancing this in a high interest rate environment, how companies and countries will service this debt, it's an important challenge. And then lastly, I think the geopolitical situation is not obviously improving. There's a, a major war going on in Europe and uh, there's a technological cold war brewing between uh, US and China, which obviously will impact everyone. And if we can just flip to the other side of the coin and end on a positive note, uh, what do you see are the future drivers of growth going forward? I think when you look at the longer term themes, they are still intact, despite everything what's happening around. Um, you see uh, trends in technology, you see a lot of focus on uh, energy transition, lot of focus on healthcare. Uh, these are more uh, long-term themes and there's a lot of policy support, a lot of private sector investment going into this space, which I think will be a key driver for growth going forward. And then if we look at uh, uh, geographic growth spots, I think emerging Asia, Africa will be a major uh, uh, you know, pocket of growth, which will drive global economy going forward. And within this region, especially countries which have uh, moderate levels of debt, which have good fiscal and monetary headroom to induce policy-driven growth, and uh, countries which are less affected by internal conflict or, or external uh, geopolitics. Kaiser, thank you so much for being our first podcast guest. Thank you. Thank you for having me.